What's up, everybody? This is the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the recovering addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. All right, guys, welcome to the latest episode. And we're gonna start today with a cool little- Patreon fan shout out. Yeah. So we're gonna keep this one anonymous. Says, um, let's see. Okay, Patreon is a game changer. It is the best education on sex addiction out there. Give unique insight from three different perspectives. I um, I love it. My hubby and I refer to it so often in conversation that we create an acronym for it, <laughs> BAEB. And um, she says, thanks for sharing their stories. The B Advice stands the for world. the bomb. You yeah. left that part out. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So um, anyways... Essentially, she's like, I'm sharing this message with everybody, and she's like, this has been a game changer. So, I don't know. That's kind of a that's kind of an interesting and maybe a little bit um, awkward uh, rehearsing of what that. Yes, good job. <laughs> what, what that actually was, um, but ultimately, um, this woman is just essentially sharing what her experience is. She listens to the podcast, but also is active on Patreon. So, what the heck is Patreon? It is our little community that we provide for anyone wherever you are in the world. So we know that a lot of you are listening outside of where we're at here in America. And we wanted to be able to give you guys something a little bit more where you could ask questions. Uh, you can comment on each other. You can comment on our extra episodes that we do in there. We have a Q&A live every month where you can ask really specific questions and hear from Brannon, who is a certified sexual addiction therapist, uh, and as well as Kobe, who's the once addicted, and me, the once betrayed. So uh, I think there's a lot of benefit from being in there with people who are like-minded, who are wanting to move forward, and there's nothing else like it, which is kind of fun. So we, we do uh, awesome stuff. We do the Q&As, like Ashton said. Um, uh, we also, it's anywhere from like, I post my favorite recovery songs in there, which is like fun. Which and people love, by people the way. Like, yeah, they love it. And But then we talk about hard things too. And we talk about like clinical things. And, um, you know, you guys share um, things that are important for recovery. I share things that are important for recovery. And it's it's awesome. For 10 bucks a month, you can't beat it. And, uh, <clears throat> and we also dive deep into the topics that we talk about in the podcast. So Right, a little bit extra. <laughs> absolutely. So I think it's an awesome resource for, for, the, for the price, for yeah. sure. So, so if you guys want information on that, you can find it in the show notes over on the podcast apps. Or if you're watching this on Facebook, um, you can go to our website and um, or we'll post it in the comments here as well. Okay, so the show notes, just to be super clear, there's no setting in there that says show notes. What it actually says yeah, on the... Details. Yeah, you Sorry. have to click on... De- and it's okay. It's all good. And But what that's you're describing exactly what they are, the notes from the show. But you click on details and you scroll down and you'll see links that we've put in the body of the podcast. Right. And one of those is a link to the Patreon site. That's or go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, 
and just just search for us, the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert, and you'll find us. So, so. basically, you can find us yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's not hard to <laughs> there find. There you us. go. We want to be able to give access to. Um, I guess give access. We want to give you access to us because I'm sure listening is is a cool experience. But if you knew you had access to us beyond what you could listen to, heck yeah! I wish the podcast I listened to had something like this, so I could go and ask specific questions to my own stuff. Right. So. so. Okay. Awesome. Should we jump right in? Let's do it. Okay, so a quick disclaimer about this episode. It's it's a little different um, in that we're going to flush some things out. We're, we're going to process some. Um, you guys are in the midst of working through some of this stuff in therapy right now, right? So it could trigger a lot of things between Ashton and Kobe. Um, I want to talk about some of my own personal experience with it. Um, but, uh, you know, this... The, the the title of the podcast is we're getting divorced you know ash you guys i have an announcement ashton and kobe are getting divorced just kidding it's not happening <laughs> right kidding. not that that's but something to laugh about kidding. right but it's been something that's been a part of our marriage multiple times that's so, that phrase yeah absolutely so say more what what do you mean what happens Walk us through the, the, so the process last, of that. The last August has been, the last two years has been a suit, like this year and last year has been a really crap month for me. And what I've identified is that certain stressors, it's interesting too, because I think it's related to me being, my, my, my role as dad, because we work from home. Because it's from the kids, summer, you're right. Right? The kids are See, home, processing. I have like summer fatigue, <laughs> yeah. get into the summer. And last year and this year, I, I, I slowly and mindlessly moved from secure attachment to anxious attachment, which is really indicative of what my attachment style was like when I was a child. Worried if I was loved, worried if my mom was going to be there, worried if she cared. And um, I learned, I guess at a young age, to detach, to, to just separate myself from anybody who I thought would, um, would hurt me. And so what that meant was is that I ran. So, so last year, went through that, had, an, had just this crazy, crazy time of like thinking that Ash and I were going to get divorced because we just weren't compatible and I wasn't um, feeling... You're loved. leaving out a very important component. You didn't tell me this. Yeah, I, I was coming to these... <laughs> so you were holding internal. this all inside. Yeah. He was yeah. withholding a lot of really hard feelings from me. Yes. And so I could feel some disconnect... But, you know, we work together. We do the podcast every week together. We, we're we with each other all the time because we work from home. And so it was, like, confusing because I feel a little disconnect, but yet we still function really well right. together. And, right. moreover... Which can be dangerous. Have, yeah, totally. <laughs> but, but we have deepened the levels of intimacy with spiritual intimacy, with um, emotional intimacy. Intellectual. Um, psychological intimacy. Like we can have really great conversations about spiritual things, about books that we read, about parenting, about um, all kinds of things. But what was not happening was, is I didn't feel secure in a very unique and specific way that I needed. And last year I couldn't articulate that. So we got through that last year, right? But I didn't understand but, what, I what I actually needed. Right. So... I am remembering coming to record the podcast a year ago, and we got here, and I told Brandon, Brandon, you knew. I think I knew. Kobe had told He'd you, right. but uh -huh. he hadn't even told me. Right. <laughs> and so I said, Brandon, I don't think we should record today. Kobe and I are not in a good place, and 
it just like I don't know how we're going to do a podcast and be real, right? right? And what? How did you reply? I think I I can't. Did I say should we do a session on the podcast or something? <laughs> you actually, Kobe it talked about like. Um, I think divorce is the answer. Like that may be yeah. the answer. And you said, well, my heck, I, Oh yeah. I was good. I, I said yesterday, you know, last night, like my, me and my wife were ready to get a divorce. <laughs> right. Uh, and so and immediately I was like, all right, like I'm not crazy. We're no. not in this crazy relationship. And we're not alone. We're not alone. Brandon, the expert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me of all people. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's in any relationship, there's an ebb and flow. Yeah. And, you know, your, your levels of connection, your levels of love, your le- levels of satisfaction change. And um, once in a while, you hit those places that are just hard. And um, depending on your attachment, you're bringing up attachment style, that anxious attachment. When it hits that hard level, when you're feeling rejected, you're feeling not, not loved enough, you're ready to – it sounds like what you do, Kobe, is you're ready to Run. bail. Totally. Yeah, you're ready. To, I'm just done. I'm out of here, yeah. right? Um, but because it's, that, that's all about <clears throat> just keeping myself from hurting anymore. I, I think that's like the, the eight-year-old in my head is saying, like, I just need to get out of what's gonna, what's hurting, so I don't get hurt anymore. Right, right, right. So, so that's how you're protecting yourself. Yeah. Right. It's a protect. It's a protection mechanism. But what's interesting is you're actually creating the 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 thing that you're most afraid of with that anxious attachment, because that anxious attachment is fear of what. Abandonment, yeah. alone, rejection. Yeah, so so you're saying, I'm going to reject and I'm going to be alone yeah. because I'm scared of being alone, <laughs> right? Totally. Um, but, but you go, your emotions are so heightened, you're in that hopeless state, you're in that fearful state, that you're ready to, to at least in your mind, do whatever it takes to get out of that pain, right? Yeah. And, and that's where you're at. Last year, this is what's really interesting, one of the reasons why... I didn't share with Ashlyn's because I was like, I knew that I had issues going on in my head and I didn't want to rush to um, a conclusion, but like, like um, I didn't want to run down a road with all this emotion and realize, oh, you idiot. Like I wanted to be very deliberate and very purposeful in this March, but I didn't share anything with you. And that's why I didn't never share anything with you last year. Right. So what, it, what happened was all to my these, demise, little, these little hills turned into giant mountains yes. that felt out of control and so hard to conquer that when we actually processed and went through and talked about it with Amy, our therapist, it was like kind of like the, the fog lifted and uh-huh. he could see again. And it was, it was just this hard narrative that was happening in your head. Um, and I wasn't super connected and uh, so the, the you know the I like the way you put that Ashlyn <clears throat> it's that this is a made up word I think but that catastrophizing um, thing that we do you're in pain and so you want out of that pain and you amplify how bad it is so that you can then justify saying I'm, I need a bail here right and I think it's interesting why you didn't talk to Ashlyn. Um, but what would have been the what would have been a good thing to do instead of what happened, yeah. Kobe? Like I just think of this in terms of like if I was if I had like a, um, like a really serious like injury or if I was sick like really really sick, why would I not tell Ashlyn because she's only going to help me? And and it's like so it makes perfect sense. It's like Ashlyn, I'm really really struggling right now with with um, not feeling loved. 
Right. I, I mean, a very simple statement like that, just to put it on the table, at least Ashlyn's going to know. And guess what? Even once we work through the emotions of that, we can start working on okay, what's what's behind this. What do we need to do? So Marsha sort of Marsha Linehan from she she developed DBT, and she she says with our emotions, if we can reality check, then we can kind of check out what what's effective to do with those emotions. Those emotions are, are telling us something, right? So if we get down to reality and we say, look, my emotion actually fits the facts here. It fits the facts here. And so I need to do what my emotion is telling me to do. That's not always the case. We can't always trust our emotions. Yeah. And, and sometimes we need a reality check and say, look, my, your emotion of, 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 of sadness to the point of I'm done with my marriage and my, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, mm-hmm. that wasn't quite fitting the facts of what was going on totally. in your marriage, totally. right? And so what you need to do when it doesn't fit the facts with those emotions and this takes some real honesty with yourself and some real mindfulness but you do the opposite action of what your emotions telling you to do so your emotion told you to isolate to shut down to not talk about it to hide the way you were feeling and then if you look at it it's like this isn't grounded in reality some things that Ashton have done is, have triggered me mm-hmm. um, but I'm 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 really emotion overly emotional here I want to I want to disconnect, but what I actually need to do is go clarify some things, go communicate, go get vulnerable, and go get open with Ashlyn about where I'm at instead of the opposite. Yeah. Right? Do you and, see that? And yeah, totally. And and I think the the fair question to ask is is why didn't I? Like why didn't I do that last year? And I and I and I think one of the thoughts that I have is is that I was I had I had no tolerance for that kind of pain. Mm-hmm. Like I just couldn't sit in. I, I was so scared of having that conversation, of admitting vulnerability. You, Ashlyn, which is so funny. We were talking absurd? about this before. Like you're willing to share with the world that you have in the past done these things that are not acceptable, right? Sure. By most people, and then you're like scared to tell your. Yeah, it wife. makes perfect sense, <laughs> right? Though, it but 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 shame resilience though is like layer. They're like layers of onion, right? Of an onion, it's just like that's just the the shame resilience I have on that particular layer of life, is 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 a strong. Well, but layer. it's different. But I, mean, I have shame resilience with. It's different. Being vulnerable with you. It's different. You're, when when you do a podcast or when you're you have you have a platform, you're sharing about your life, right, uh-huh. to the world, which takes vulnerability, a ton of vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. But when you're looking for intimacy. And you want that, and you're scared of rejection, mm-hmm. then then it's different than sharing about your life. You're actually like saying, "Am I loved? Am I lovable? Do you, mm-hmm. do you want? Do you do you want me?" Right? Yeah. And it's a different level of intimacy there. And so, if you're feeling that rejection, and you feel like, I I, I can totally hear that you were stuck. It is, you know, I, I can't talk to her because it's so scary and so painful, right? But there's these issues that I need to work out, but I, I can't talk to her. So then it's just like you started calling me. You started mm-hmm. talking to your therapist. Like, how do I get out of this? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And because it's so scary. That, and, and that's the anxious attachment. That's the fear there. Yeah, healthy, totally. What healthy attachment would be, look, I can do hard things. I'm still lovable even, even if Ashlyn doesn't validate that. And so, therefore, I can go talk to her about hard things, mm-hmm. right? I think when, what we discovered, and that was, so all that was, like, stuff last year. So this year, 
kind of came to the same kind of the, the, the same thing. And I and I had a really really dark moment where I felt super super hopeless. And and I don't know, that was what like four weeks ago maybe mm-hmm. four weeks ago. And I remember one one Friday afternoon, I did three workouts in a day. And I only do one normally, but I did the first one. And in the morning with Ashley, and then I was like, I want to go down and do just a little, just a little cardio after I lifted. And I started spiraling into a really dark place where I was like, you know what? It's just going to be easier for me just to not deal with this and not be and not exist than it would be to deal with this. That's probably the better solution. Mm-hmm. And and once I was like, kind of like I, I came out of my head. Your spike narrative moment. there, yeah. Like spike, spike was beating me, was beating me in that moment, and I knew, okay, this is like this isn't a great place. And moreover, I knew that I was really being emotionally hijacked by spike. Like I had physical symptoms of this, right, where I just felt dark. So I was like, I got to get another workout in. So that's when, and that was it for my second one. So I did a third one just to have a physical outlet for those emotions. And once I did that. I was able to gumption enough courage up to, to actually tell Ashlyn, which really put it on the table of like, okay, this is this is where we are. But what's interesting about this part is that Ashlyn, I know, like I know Ashlyn, there's no question in my mind that you love me. And there's no question in my heart that you love me. And you've demonstrated that for so long. And what I didn't understand was what exactly I needed. So really, I was operating from a, a, an actual state of ignorance in the sense I couldn't articulate what it was that I was specifically needing in order to plug that hole that was just that, that felt like I was just bleeding out. I didn't know that, but I know I have every confidence that if I, if I could have given that to you and told you this is exactly what I needed that you would have been like, I got you. Like, I can totally do this. And it took me getting my hind parts handed to me by Amy, the therapist, Well, <laughs> to, 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 to identify it and work through it to really see what reality was. You can totally hear how you were getting in your own way. Yeah. Right? Totally was. And, uh, you know, you're sitting back with a lot of resentment toward Ashlyn. But really, that self-reflection needed to happen of, how am I, how am I, why am I stuck here? Why, how am I getting myself stuck here? Right. And if you can learn how to do that sooner or next time, you won't get to those really dark, scary places mm-hmm. of, of catastrophe where you're ready to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. So. I, I, maybe that's one of the things we can talk about on Patreon is like what some of the steps that I went through in order to get to that place where I could say from, from that really dark place to where we, where we were yesterday. Because it was like the swing of all swings from one end of the spectrum to the next. Right. Which we talked about. Like, how can we be so bipolar with this? But um, one thing that I think is maybe important to say, I don't know if, if you're listening to this as the betrayed and like, I don't know. I had moments where, especially last year when this happened, of like, how can you say it's over now? How can you want a divorce now after all we've been through and mm-hmm. all we've become that you'll like the fact that I'm really sucky at um, words of affirmation. I'm super sucky at it. And that's Kobe's jam. Like he needs that and he deserves that. 
And Kobe, you look amazing today. He does. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that to me was crazy. Like, right. right. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm reading minds out there that some of the women may be thinking, why on earth would he be going there before Ashlyn? So, so sometimes, and maybe you feel this way, Ashlyn, um, when I'm meeting with a couple and they're, they're in this kind of dynamic, um, the spouse hear, they, they hear them, but they're not worried about the divorce, right? They're like, yeah, okay, we've been here before. I hear your cry for help. You're in that, that cry for help right now. And so I'm not worried you're going to go file papers right now, right? And um, I don't know if that's how it was for you, Ashlyn. If, or do you take him seriously when he threatens this? Um, no, not fully. More so the this last yeah, time, like yes, because it wasn't done in, in emotion and anger. It was very matter of fact. Like, I just think we're square peg, round hole. Right. And I was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> Wait a second. But we both, re- like, we were able to have such a different conversation than That's a year true. ago when I I did take it a lot more personally. And this time I just sat in it and let him process, let me process. Right. And, you know, now I knew I d- we'd be okay. But it was like, oh, he's... He's really... He's hurting. He's in a bad place. Yeah. Now, I do want to say something I think that's important is, you know, these ebbs and flows, you get to these hopeless states, um, you want to bail, the the nasty bad attachment comes out, and and, and all these things are workable. You can figure out how to work through them, and a couple can work through horrible things together and still end up really loving each other and having a a really fulfilling marriage. Um, However, sometimes... It is true. It is true that it's it's it doesn't work. Um, this the square peg in a round hole. Like this, it, for, if you want to be married to me, I you keep cheating on me. I can't stay married to you, right? right? And um, there don't there shouldn't be any guilt or shame about actually pulling the plug. Sometimes, sometimes the most courageous thing that I see somebody do is actually face the reality that their emotions are telling them, which is divorce needs to happen and I need to move on, right? And so what I hear, Kobe, is, is your pain comes up and, and you need to learn how to work through that with Ashlyn better that you don't really want to get divorced, right? And, and, and really what's happened doesn't merit that, right? Sometimes things that have happened really do merit that and it's the right thing. So absolutely, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yes, that. and we both mentor people who have been divorced. I know you do therapy with people who've been divorced. And I think it's one of the most beautiful things to see someone who has chosen that. What, I mean, it's still a choice whether you feel like it was or not, right? right. Uh, but continues to work on their own healing I, despite I, not having a partner to do it with. Absolutely. So... You know, marriage is tough. Marriage is a struggle. Marriage is work. Marriage is awesome. It's the best thing ever, and it's the hardest thing ever, right? And there is some level of, of tenacity that needs to be there in a marriage. <laughs> of, of just like hang in there, oh, fight man. through some things, work yeah. through some things, um, learn some skills, get a good therapist, um, whatever you need to do. Um, because that's, how, that's the nature of marriage. 
and sometimes if the boundaries are broken too far, then the consequences are I can't stay married to you. Right. So. Well, it's really interesting because Kobe went to a few sessions after this moment we had a month ago, and then we met with um, our therapist yesterday as a couple, which we don't get to do very often, but uh, it was... Kobe, we left, and we went on a date right after, which I thought was honestly one of the most amazing things, and we'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. But just the... That's a good idea. It was, because we oh. left therapy feeling like, okay, like, that. there was a lot of, like, aha moments, I think, for us both to see each other and hear each other, and then to leave and go and be in very mindful and process together still. It was just perfect, but... Um, it was amazing, Kobe. We left, and you said, oh, "Man, I could see the range of emotions you felt, like physically showing up, as you were saying." And he said, "I felt the same way. Just this roller coaster of feeling frustrated and not heard, and then feeling loved and feeling like I can do this." And the ability to go through all those emotions, but yet to be able to wrap it all up right. before we finish the session really has a lot to do with the work that we've already put in in our relationship um, and has everything to do with a really good skilled therapist too who knows us but um, but I think that goes to show like oh, how how you really can go from those yeah. roller coaster and that was emotions kind of the thing right we kept saying is like Dude, how are we going from like square peg round hole to like oh my gosh I, I love you so love much you. oh my gosh so so um, I want to kind of be this voice of of shame Reason? or the audience oh. or whatever like you know why should I listen to these people we got problems if, if they like four weeks ago he wanted to get divorced right like why am I listening to them from a relationship advice because mm-hmm. we aren't perfect that's craziness right I actually think you guys have a very healthy relationship even though you hit that place, right? And the difference between somebody who's unhealthy and somebody, or, or a, a relationship that's unhealthy and a relationship that's healthy is a healthy relationship can go to those hard places and, and power through and work through together and actually become stronger together because of those things, right? And here you are today. I, I really feel like you, you guys demonstrated that, right? So, well, thank you. yeah, you're never going to get, I mean, if, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast. I don't know how long you've been with us if you're listening. Like, whether it's, you know, 18 months or if it's, like, Day one. your third <laughs> episode listening to us. But we're here to just represent what our reality is and our perspective and our experience. And never in any of this you're going to see perfection. Like, I, I, I put that word in a box and, like, put that on a little boat and, like, let that sail a long time ago because of how it didn't serve me, how I, how I clung to that. And, and I got burned by it. So you're gonna get you're gonna get real talk from us, but I, I hope that you also can get from this a lot of hope that it's possible. Absolutely, it's possible to change. And um, this, I, I want to say this too that guys, there's a life after recovery, like after addiction and betrayal. There is a life of that, that recovery facilitates that is beautiful and that is like nothing that you've ever experienced and it is possible for you to have it but i also want to assure you it is not it, it like it is not the the path a primrose path it is a path of life that still presents itself in very challenging ways all recovery does is help you to become more skilled to remove 
really bad behaviors and and lots of hurt. I oversimplified that by saying that, but a lot of those things. So that then you can actually do with the, the real stuff, stuff that spawns all that. <laughs> right. Yeah, all that. So stuff. guys, just because we've we've worked in from through through a lot of uh, a lot of these issues and gotten to a really great place as far as recovery is concerned, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden my attachment issues from an eight year old kid are gone. Oh no. <laughs> Clearly, they're still front and center, and I still have to be able to to maneuver through those issues and deal with them. Just I'm more skilled to do it in a less damaging way. You know, we did an episode a few weeks back about the secret pill to recovery, and we talked about how recovery is ongoing. And that why at the end of the word recovery is really important. It's not recovered. It's recovery, meaning you're still in it. You're still working on it. And... I used to show this picture in my in my groups, and it was a beautiful picture, and it was rolling hills and clouds and a sunset, and the road kind of went down and curved and winded and went every which way, and I said, this represents recovery. Um, you can't really see the end of the road, and it goes in all different directions, um, but it's beautiful, and it, the, the process is beautiful, and if you can if you can be grateful for that, grateful for the highs, grateful for the lows, and kind of move through it with that, then you're in recovery. So, And the same thing goes with a relationship. It's the same thing. So, Right. And I'm just going to throw this in to, to wrap it up. It's frustrating. I'm not going to lie that once you feel like, okay, we've tackled the betrayal, we've track, tackled the addiction, to, to realize you have more work to do. And um, I think all of us have to go through that, like, Oh my gosh, there's more. Just become a therapist <laughs> like me and then you've arrived. You don't have any personal problems. Everything's good. <laughs> oh boy. That's actually the most respectable is a therapist who will go to a therapist. So Absolutely. Well done. Yes. <laughs> so. Okay, so Brandon, what are we going to hit on in, uh, in Patreon for, for the deep dive of this episode? I think we just we talk about the ebbs and flows of a relationship. And what that looks like, you know, if, if you're going way too extreme, then then how do you get out of that when, when you're really low or really disconnected? What are the skills there um, to actually break free from those dark, hopeless places in your relationship? So I, I think we'll, we'll dive into that a little deeper on, on Patreon. That's awesome. And I think part of that, too, what, what I'll share are the, um, some of the insights that, that, um, that I gained and walked away from. A couple of individual sessions with with Amy that helped me to slow my roll, yeah. that helped me to see reality from this really emotionally charged place, and what the role of a good therapist was in in that to bust I, you out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and um, because I think there's some really key components that that go to that to help um, work through those really tough moments. So we'll do a deep dive deep dive on on some of those things. So I'm awesome. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Guys, thanks for being here. If you have any, uh, I mean, if you haven't left a review, haven't rated us, please hop on to the app and you can you can do that. You can leave that on iTunes. And um, just glad you're here. Yeah, have a good one. See ya.